Good evening, Faith Center, and welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study. May the blessing of the Lord be with you, and may his face shine upon you, and may you be comforted by the Holy Spirit. May you be bound and led and guided and directed by the Holy Spirit also. Trust and pray you're having a wonderful day, and the blessing of the Lord be with you, and his kindness and his mercy shine upon you. We're coming upon the 4th of July, and the 4th of July will be a celebration of the Day of Independence, and now we've discovered that it created a new holiday, uh, Juneteenth, and uh, that was already been, it has already been celebrated, and uh, now we'll have to make arrangements to incorporate it into our regular holiday schedules uh, for the balance of our, the rest of our lives. So the blessing of the Lord be with you, and may you pray and seek the Lord's guidance and direction. This coming Sunday, we're going to have uh, a special service recognizing students that have graduated from, <coughs> excuse me, graduated from schools, uh, from high school, from grammar school, from, uh, I guess they say they've been elevated from elementary school uh, and middle school to high school, and then the graduations take place, and now we have students that have graduated from uh, college, and some of them have graduated from programs that extend beyond college. Uh, and so we just thank God for all of those that are doing that. We're going to recognize them on next Sunday, uh, the 27th, I believe it is, of the month of July. I'm sorry, the month of June. So be blessed and govern yourselves accordingly. We'll give you posted as to where we are in the progress of our face-to-face -face meeting. Uh, we're working on that very diligently to give you a, a date that is very uh, challenging, yet at the same time uh, opti uh, realistic in terms of what we plan to accomplish and do. And uh, remember, we're going to have two phases of opening. Uh, one will be a soft opening in which we will just entertain the people of Faith Center Ministry, the family and friends and our close supporters of the ministry. And then we'll have the one where we invite the public uh, and generally everyone around to come and worship with us. So look forward to that. Uh, be sure to understand that we're not opening the first one to open up to everyone, but we will be celebrating our opening uh, with our loved ones and friends and, and, and people that have supported us throughout the time. So, praise God. Pray for us. Pray for our leadership. Pray for our guidance. Pray for the Spirit of the Lord to be done and to move in our midst. Okay, so tonight we're going to be studying from the book of, uh, book of Acts, chapter 11. Um, and it will continue. We've already gone through 2 through 10. And now we're going into chapter number 11. The apostle, and it reads as follows, before we do that, let's pray. Father, we thank you for our gathering together here this evening. We ask thy blessings of wisdom, guidance, and direction. We pray that you will order our steps. We pray you will fill us with your spirit, fill us with your love and guidance and direction and understanding. And we pray this prayer in the mighty name of, open up our ears, O oh God, and eyes to open up and understand what the word of the Lord is saying, what golden nuggets are there to be found and to be discovered and to be benefited by. 
And so, Father, we thank you. We pray for those that are uh, in hospital rooms and those that are uh, in mourning and those, oh God, that are in certain situations that require the need for fellowship and prayer from the saints of the Most High. And so, Father, we thank you for that. And may your blessings be upon us in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Chapter 11, opening verse says, And the apostles and brethren that were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. Isn't it interesting how rapidly and how fast information flows and gets around? Uh, and you don't even, it's always amazed me that we don't have to put out any notices or uh, menus or venues or posters or anything for a funeral, but funerals seem to be packed out and uh, the word gets around and people that find out the information and they come from far and near. And so tell a friend, praise God, seems to be a good way of getting information around. And so we thank God for that. And so at this particular time, the apostles had done ministry for the Gentiles and Peter and them and now have been bombarded by the fact that the word has gotten around that Peter has preached to the Gentiles and the Gentiles have received the word of God and the body of Christ has increased and the healings have taken place and, and miracles have taken place. And all that good news is spreading throughout the area of Judea and Caesarea and Philippi and all the other areas around surrounding cities, the news is spreading and the gospel is good. And the good news is, and when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, even before Peter could get back from doing the job that he was doing, where he was sent to preach to Cornelius and to give them the word of the Lord. And when the word of the Lord came and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, Peter then decided to go back to Judea. And when Peter was come up to Jerusalem, they were of the circumcision contended with him. There's always somebody who's got their own opinion as to what's happening and what's going on and what should be going on. And rather than depending upon God and letting the Lord lead and guide. So because they, they thought in themselves saying that thou wentest in to men uncircumcised and did eat with them. So they found fault with what Peter was doing, even though a lot of good was coming out of what he was doing, even though people were being saved, people were being healed, people were being delivered, yet they found fault in the fact that Peter ate with Gentiles. He ate with uncircumcised people, people that were considered to be common or unclean. And Peter's already been told, do not call that which I have clean common or unclean. I was in the city of Joppa. This is Peter's testimony to the people for their benefit. He's trying to explain to them what happened, why he went in to deal with those Gentiles, why he went in to preach to the Gentiles. And when the Lord says go and preach to the Gentiles, you have to go and do what the Lord says do. Don't worry about what people say. It's what the Lord says. And whatever the Lord says, that's what's going to be done. But when Peter rehearsed the matter, from the beginning, and expounded, expounded it by order unto them, saying, This was Peter's testimony. I was in the city of Joppa, praying, and in the trance saw a vision. 
A certain vessel descend as it had been a great sheet, lay down, let down from heaven by the four corners, and it came even to me. This dream, this vision that I saw, is revealed to me what it was. Upon the, the which, when I heard, had fastened mine eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowls of the air. Everything that he had been taught was unclean. Everything that he had been taught was common, was in that vision, was on that particular item, that vessel. And upon which when I had fastened mine eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts of the earth, wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowls of the earth. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. Now that went against everything that I've learned, everything I've been taught. But I said, not so, Lord. I thought it was you tempting me to go into an area that you taught me not to go into. But upon which I, when I had fasted mine eyes, I considered and saw four-footed beasts and all the things. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing common or unclean hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven, What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. And this was done three times, and all were drawn up again into heaven. And the sheet disappeared, the vessel disappeared, the animals disappeared, everything disappeared. And behold, immediately there were three men already come unto the house where I was sent from Caesarea unto me. These three men were coming to get me. God had told them, told Peter, praise God, that I was going to send three men I was sending three men to Joppa and asked for a man whose surname is Peter. And he's staying with a tanner by the name of Simon. And you'll find him there. Nobody told them, nobody gave them maps, nobody gave them direction. The Holy Spirit revealed to them that this man, Peter, who had a word for them, was there at Joppa. Go visit him, Caesarea. And the Spirit bade me go with him, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren that accompanied me here, I brought with me. And we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in the house, which stood and said unto him, Send me into Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Who shall tell thee words whereby Paul, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Now that's a, the, the objective of the whole purpose is that this whole household would be saved. Not whether or not they were unclean or clean or whether or not they had the right kind of vessels or clothes or the right kind of attitude. No, these people were being sent a message by God. I'm sending this man to preach to you the gospel of Jesus Christ that's going to save your souls. And as I began to speak, P 
Peter said, as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us at the beginning. Same thing happened to us, happened to them. They were filled with tongues. They were filled with the Spirit and spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Then he remembered I, the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Just remember the baptism of the Holy Ghost unified us. It brought us together. Everybody was speaking a different language, but they were speaking in a language that could be understood. It brought all races together. That's what the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to bring us together. For as much then as God gave them the like gift as he did unto us who believe on us, the Lord Jesus Christ, what was I that I could withstand God? Who am I to say, God, no, these people are not worthy of your gospel. These people are not worthy of your word. These people are not worthy of the gospel of salvation. Oh, glory. What audacity. Thank God that Peter was filled with the Spirit of God. When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, This is God also. Thus had God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. And repentance unto life. Now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen travailed as far as Phoenix, Phoenice and Cyprus and Antioch, preaching the gospel to none but unto the Jews only. It was very limited to our assignment. We were only going to preach to the Jews, but God broadened us. God opened us up. God said, no, I'm more than that. All souls belong to me. All souls belong to me. So how can we deny any soul the gospel of Jesus Christ? Some of them were men of Cyprus and Cyrene, in which they were come to Antioch, spake unto the Grecians, preaching the Lord Jesus. We just did what the Lord told us to do. We just obeyed God. And when you obey God, you get good results. When you obey God, you get the best kind of results because you're operating in the will of the Lord. And the hand of the Lord was with them. And a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all with what purpose of in heart they would cleave unto the Lord. And he was a good man, full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and of much people were added unto the Lord. The attractiveness of the Holy Spirit, God anointing him, brought the people out in droves, and they all believed what the Spirit was saying through them, through Barnabas, through all the other disciples that were with them. For he was a good man full of the Holy Ghost 
and of faith and of much people were added unto the Lord. Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they were assembled themselves with the church and taught much people. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch. And there stood up one of them named Agabus, to signify by the Spirit that there should be a great dearth throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. He's a man that prophesied and his prophecy came true, so he was a true prophet. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwell in Judea. When the Spirit of the Lord is in your heart, you'll be a giver. When the Spirit of the Lord is in your heart, you'll be a lender. The Spirit of the Lord is in your heart, you'll take care of your brothers and your sisters. You look for out to the poor, you look out to the needy, you look out to help somebody. You'd be like the song, if I could help somebody as I travel this way. As we travel along the pathway of life, there are opportunities that God gives us. There are opportunities that God makes available to us. And it's up to us to be filled with the Holy Spirit to hear and to see what the Lord is opening up unto us and what opportunities the Lord is doing. And to leave out self and to think of what the Lord is capable and able to do. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea. According to your ability, don't do more than you can. Just do what you can. Whatever the Lord blessed you to do, do that. Don't think about what everybody else is doing, what somebody else is doing, what somebody else is giving, what somebody else is sharing, what somebody else is loaning, whatever somebody else is doing. Don't compare yourself. Just do what the Lord tells you to do, what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. Remember the woman at the well, praise God, the widow, that gave more than anybody else because she gave of all of her substance. God doesn't look at it the way we look at it. But God wants you to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be led by the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and to guide you. He'll lead you to people that are in need. He'll lead you to people that are troubled. He'll lead you to people that nobody else will go to. People will bypass. People will just walk by. People will just dishonor, praise God. But God will speak to you and say, stop. Lend a helping hand. Open up your hearts. Open up your spirits. Well, that's me talking to you because I'm getting ready to use you to bless you, to be a blessing to someone else. God help us all to be a blessing to someone else. And which also they did, sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Whatever they had, whatever they had gathered, whatever they had gained, they put it in the hands of Barnabas and Saul and said, here, this is what the Lord has blessed us with. Now you take it and share it with the disciples which are at Jerusalem. 
They're in a hard time. They're in a hard way. They're suffering. They're struggling. Dirt is all around them. Trouble is all around them. They need a helping hand. They need someone to reach out and touch them. Here is what the Lord has blessed us with. Take it. Choose out men now. Filled with the Holy Ghost that are capable of doing God's will. That will hear the voice of the Lord. Find them and use them to the glory of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to be manifested in their lives. Allow the Holy Spirit to increase in them so they can be a blessing to someone else. Barnabas and Saul were the vessels that God has chosen to make distribution of his blessings to the men and the women of Judea and Jerusalem. And God will use you in that same manner. He'll pick out an area of territory for you to operate in. And you don't have to worry about anybody else. Just do where and when the Lord told you to do. And don't worry about what other folks are doing. Just worry about what am I fulfilling the will and the purpose of God. And God will take care of you, supply your every need, pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. But you will have room enough to bless somebody else. And when the blessing time comes, don't hold it but allow it to free flow through you as the word of God comes to you. Just like Peter, when the Lord spoke to him and said, Peter, now's the time. I'm going to expand you. I haven't expanded anybody else, but I'm expanding you and your ministry and what you're supposed to do. And then when others get on board, teach them as I've taught you to love and to do it from the heart. Give from the heart. And allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Allow the Spirit to be manifested through you. So you will see, so somebody will see God's goodness and God's power and God's glory to you. And then see your, his good works in you and glorify your Father which is in heaven. May God's blessings be upon you. Take this word of the Lord and go out and find someone to be a blessing to that you can help along life's journey. You can help along the way. Many people out there hurting now. Many opportunities there. Allow the Lord to lead you and guide you. If you can't do it by yourself, let us know what it is you desire to do. And we'll be able to help you to accomplish and achieve the purpose and the will of God. May God's blessing be upon you and may his face shine upon you and may you enjoy the blessing of the Lord and when the 4th of July weekend comes, you'll be able to share with somebody else. God bless you. God keep you. It's offering time. It's time to give as the Lord prospers you. As the Lord has blessed you, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give into your bosom. And you'll be blessed by the Holy Spirit. And whenever that blessing comes, don't hoard it. But allow it to freely pass through you. And you become an instrument 
that God can use to bring his blessings to other people. God bless you. God keep you. May his face shine upon you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're going to receive our offer now. This should be on your screen. What methods are you going to choose to give? And just repeat after me. Father, this is my seed that I now deposit into your kingdom. It represents my love and devotion that I have for you, towards you. I thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom. And I do this with joy and thanksgiving. I believe that this seed that I now deposit into your kingdom will bring to me a great harvest. I receive that harvest now. And with that harvest, I'll be able to sow again into your kingdom. I give you thanks for this opportunity in Jesus' mighty name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Bless you, Lord.